It's time to talk cancer now. Uh, the organization Cancer is educating on the rights of women to cancer screenings. And um, uh, I love, love, love and respect so much what Lerato just shared, that uh, the moment you start your period, mm. um, you, you have to, and us mothers, us as parents, we need to, the moment our daughters start their periods, we have to then usher them into um, the culture and the lifestyle of looking after yourself mm. because a lot of cancerous illnesses they 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 begin so dormant you can't oh, tell you, you can't not, tell you, you not still, yeah, yeah continue sorry, sorry. thank you yeah. you can't tell until you know you've got proper symptoms yeah. and it's a little bit too late and Correct. even in your lady part area mm. it's so important to see what's happening inside there it is because anything can go wrong at any time with your skin as well mm. molds may turn cancerous yeah they do and i mean i always speak about the importance of going for a pap smear and a lot of young girls saying no but i haven't had sex it's not about that it's the not second about that you the second that you start uh, getting your periods you have to have to go for your pap smears uh, pap smear good morning Good morning. How Good morning. are you this morning? I'm well, thanks. And how are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Now, tell us about uh, the 365 Day Health Challenge. What is it all about, ma'am? All right. Uh, at Cancer Association, with our quest of trying by all means to educate people mm. to reduce their risks of, of getting cancer, we are on, on, on an ongoing daily 365 Day Health Challenge. Mm. In other words, for example, as this month is a women's month, a month that is focusing on women, mm. but on daily basis, like we've got months where we focus on men, on children, we are just driving this awareness about cancer mm. and the fact that there are ways of reducing the risk of getting cancer. Mm. So it's about really preaching this gospel of ensuring that people are, as you, you have just said, that are aware of their bodies, mm. and then they check their bodies, they get screened. Because, for example, this month we are saying women have got a right to be screened mm. for breast cancer, Good. much as they have a right also to do self-breast examination, mm. which goes with understanding your body, so that if there are any changes, then you subject yourself to a healthcare practitioner for diagnosis. Sis Nontantla, yeah. um, you know, most of the time when we speak about e-cancer, ne, um, where women are concerned, it's all, the thought is often limited to breast cancer. Please just highlight the different types of cancer that women are prone to. You know, uh, cancer can affect any part of the body. Mm. 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 But women are, are prone. In fact, we, I'm talking now, according to the statistics in South Africa, yes. that there are top five cancers that affect women. Yes, and specifically but, the gender women. Yes, mm. just, just women. But mm. I'm talking about the five ones, which is breast cancer, cervical cancer, the lung cancer, the colorectal cancer, mm -hmm. the, 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 the uterine cancer. But any cancer can affect the person, any part of the body can. But these are the top ones, according to our National Cancer Registry, those that have been diagnosed using the, the diagnosis, the laboratory test. Mm. But remember, some people will present late, like you've just said, and some of them, they present clinical with signs and symptoms. If they have not been taken, the, the, the specimen hasn't been taken to the laboratory, we wouldn't know about those people currently. Mm. So right. those, those are the five ones that are common currently for the women.
Now, Sis Nontlantla, um, the next question I'm going to ask you is how often should women go for screening? Now, first time I went for my screening, that's when I found out that I had fibroids, right? Mm-hmm. Which have become common amongst younger women. I mean, back in the days, they would say women over the, uh, the age of 40 only get fibroids. But now you're looking at 19-year-olds that now get fibroids. I mean, uh, the, the signs and symptoms are there, but I was not really clued up. I wasn't, I wasn't really, I didn't have enough information about what exactly was happening to my body uh, you know having periods very very heavy periods very heavy period pains etc and I went for a screening and I found out that I had two fibroids uh, uh, right next to actually by my uterus how often should one uh, go for uh, screening this, that is a very very important uh, question mm. because you know when, when talking about the policies and the, 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 the National Department of Health there are certain uh, regulations that guide that. Mm. But sometimes you find that the period, because, for example, screening for, for the pap smear, for example, screening mm. for cervical cancer, mm. we are informed that every woman, they've got a right to be screened. It is mm. three times within their lifetime, mm. after the age of 30, mm-hmm. which may not be ideal for everybody. Mm. But that is the limitations of the of the Department of Health. Mm. But we always advise that you can start at the young age of 25. That is the position statement of, of cancer mm. department. That at the age of 25, you can start to, to subject yourself for pap smear screening. Mm-hmm. I know you speak you know, about the age of 25. I get a lot of emails from young women that are the age of 19 or 20 that actually have fibroids. So I guess it's, you know, you use your own discretion. If you're feeling uncomfortable, if you feel like maybe perhaps you have cysts, you can make your way through to a gynecologist. But at the same time, we mustn't confuse cancer and fibroids. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, of course. Because mm-hmm. fibroids are non-cancerous. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know? So, so you, we may not... Uh, uh, link them together mm, mm. so even the screening may not be the same one yes. because fibroids uh, some of, I mean I've experienced fibroids as a young woman as mm. well fibroids are related, they, they, they manifest or you can see something that is maybe wrong because of your the flow of your of your menses, correct, correct, you know, and and all those those, those pains that you experience. So mm. you cannot compare the cancer and the fibroids mm, mm. but yes, going back to your question of young girls inquiring because you know that people do get involved sexually yes, at early yes. stages. Mm. So, I mean, if you are already involved, you have a right to be screened. Mm. Also, coming back to the fact that cervical cancer, there are predisposing factors that contribute to causing cervical cancer, but the definite cause is HPV virus, mm. human papilloma virus. Yes which is a common virus that can affect anybody, females and males. Mm. But now if you are infected with that virus, then your chances of also getting a, a cervical cancer are high. Mm. You know, that's why even, for example, if I go to policy again, we know that our young girls between 9 and 14 years at school, at primary school level, now there's advocacy for, uh, for, for, for what's the word? vaccinating them mm. with HP, you know about that. Mm. Because yes. it is a known factor that HP virus uh, causes cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but now also apart from the HP virus, 
the, the, the sexual lifestyle also also adds to that problem. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so what I was trying to explain is that the screening, once you are sexually active already, then you, you can ask for, 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 for screening. But according to the policies, because of the, the, uh, the, the constraints of resources, there are certain aspects of limiting people just to go at any other time because of the resources that are less in our, in our country. Okay, Mama. Now, where can we go for screenings? The screening, everybody has got a right, especially people that go to the public sector yes. and the primary health care clinics. People have got the right to demand the screening. That is if we're talking about the, the cervical screening, mm -hmm. primary health care level. They've got the right, and then if you are, you've got a, you are a private person, you can ask for your screening from your gynecologist. Yes. yes. And the truth is that uh, there are challenges. So sometimes you go to a primary health care clinic, you find that either they are not ready or there's shortage of stuff and all that. So we are creating this awareness to women that we have a right to demand this. And if you don't get the joy of being served as you're supposed to be served, there are, we are open in the Cancer Association on our advocacy line to say, report to us. Because once you get all this information, we also escalate the challenges that people are experiencing so that things can change. We create the awareness even to the, to the healthcare department so that things can be changed at community level where people are having challenges to access their screening. But the primary health care clinics are the point of contact where people are supposed to be served with the screening. Thank you very much. That talking is... about the personal screening. Where also, we know about the breast, that we also have to educate our people to do self-breast examination. Yes. And then when they go to the clinic, they have a right to be done the clinical breast examination. Mm -hmm. In other words, their breast, because I may be just an ordinary person, I do my breast, I feel that maybe they are normal. And then, but you have a right also to go to the clinic. When you go even for your, your checkup, for your blood pressure or for your flu, you can also ask for a clinical breast examination. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you very much, Sis Nontlandla. We really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day further. You've taken um, some ample time to chat with us and educate us, and we really appreciate it. Uh, wrapping up Women's Month, I think it's important that we do discuss subjects like this, and you've done us a great justice. Uh, enjoy your day, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. And have, thank you for having cancer. Only a pleasure. Only a pleasure. Sis Nontlandla G. Duba, Clinical Health Specialist and Advocacy from the Cancer Association of South Africa, educating us on the rights of women to cancer screening. Up next now, your coffee break music. Fix all your voice notes. Uh, drop them on 072-994-5231.